Welcome, everybody, to Life Over Par Podcast. We are produced by Prior Media. On this podcast, we talk about life and golf and pretty much anything else we feel like talking about. I'd like to thank everybody listening in right now. And let's get this thing rolling. Yeah, that was another crack. And now I got a full one and I still got some of my last one because I had to have the crack. We weren't prepared. I had to keep it going. And I was already drinking one. So now here we are with two. And then we silently fought over who was going to open a second. Yeah. I was like, you want, you want to crack yours for the start or me? No, man. And you chose me. Just crack this literally before you push that button, I think. <laughs> All right. Well, this is almost done. So I guess I guess it was good. It was me. Uh, welcome, everybody. Episode 69 of Life Over Par. 69. Yep. There you go, Kevin. Um, currently, it's just Kevin and I. Um, Kyle was, you know, he was going to make it this week. But oh, yeah. now it's like he'll call in when he can. So maybe he'll come in this if, episode. If he can. Oh, it's not a when, it's an if. If and when? If and when he can. When and if he can. <laughs> Let's cover all our bases. Okay. I'm going to have another drink. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, I have some corrections from last episode. I was listening through the episode, and as I do, just to make sure I you know, don't have errors, but mm-hmm. I found them. Should do that before I put it out, right? Well, and then you can fix them? Nah. Nah. So last episode, I said that the Netherlands won the most medals. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I knew it wasn't Netherlands. I knew that it was Norway because I said my ancestors, which from previous episodes was Norway. Same thing. Yeah, Norway. But but I said Netherlands, but my brain knew it wasn't. But my mouth said it. So my bad. That's that's my mistake. Typical American. Yep. (laughs) Wait, what what do you mean by that? (laughs) I, I don't know. Make mistakes. Not everything just, has just to say mean my bad. something. <laughs> doesn't know. I guess you're right. It doesn't. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, that beer's gone. Now I can go to my freshly cracked one. Um, also a little update from last episode. I said I had a quarter for sale <laughs> on eBay. Oh yeah. Well, it sold Good. because you know it's been two weeks since we recorded. Well, yeah, it sold. I saw your packaging. That was nice. What do you think it sold for? What's your guess, Kevin? For a quarter. $25 hairs. Woo! You're not even close. It sold for $87.99 plus $4.70 shipping, which turns out eBay's a little light on their shipping estimates. Because that thing cost me $9 and I think it was $9.80 to ship. Hmm. Yeah, a quarter. But I made some money. So came out on top. One of the best returns, you know, really good ROI. Right. One of the the best best returns on any investment I've had. Right. What'd you have into it? A quarter. Did you have a quarter into it or nothing? Uh, Well, I had a quarter into it. Uh, Because I I guess it's worth it. It is a quarter. And I had to like, all right, pull money from the bank account to get a box quarter. So yeah, I had a quarter into it. It's not bad. Worked out good though. 
Um, I think that's it from, from previous episodes. I need to correct or update, I think. You just... Do you just let mine slip through the cracks, or what? What did you have? I I don't know. I just, <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't even remember what we talked about. <laughs> it was like two or three weeks ago. Well, it was one of your most talkative episodes you may have ever had. Oh yeah. Okay, now I remember. Okay. Yeah. Nothing you want to correct on that then? I don't. I don't know exactly oh. what I said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, if you're asking if I'm changing my stance, the answer is no. Okay. <laughs> well, way back when was the Honda Classic. Oh, so we have to do that update. And I remember I picked the number one favored golfer in the tournament as far as betting, Sun J.M. How'd it go? He was the only one of the six that we picked to miss the cut. That's not good. No. So I thought it was at least he's going to make the cut. I'm going to get money. No, missed the cut. Number one favorite golfer for the betting. Missed it. Thank you. Um, yeah, no. I put um, a few dollars here and there on, on some other guys. Those also didn't didn't work out. Because the winner was Sep Straka. Yeah, Sep Straka. Yeah, everybody knows Sep. Yeah. Good, household good name really you know everybody's like oh yeah it was sep yeah uh one million four hundred forty thousand dollars for his victory good for him uh again i had sanjay who missed the cut but i had russell knox my dark horse did not have a good uh sunday tied for 55th at the end of it all so didn't get much money I think if I look at this, it's uh, nearly $18,000 is all I went out <laughs> for that one. Now, you had Louis Ustazen and Ian Poulter. They both tied for 30th. Oh, yeah. So they got the same money for you there. And I think, I'm trying to remember, I think it was $43,133 a piece. That's all memory. Uh, but you now sit... At uh, four point, just over four point three million, I'm at wow. just under three point nine million. And then Kyle, second place, Shane Lowry, and Danny Willett, T forty eight. He is now just over six mil. What a dick! I know what a dick, and it continues for him because the Arnold Palmer Invitational. He also picked a guy that got T two, so his. His uh, winnings, his stacks of cash coming to him, continues on. Uh, Arnold Palmer Invitational, the winner, Scotty Scheffler. Maybe you just heard his name because this is his second win in three tournaments. He goes from not having a win on tour to having two wins in three starts. Hmm. This one banked him $2,160,000. Good work, Arnie, on your payout for your tournament. Yeah, that's not bad. And he gets a sweet red cardigan. Oh, yeah. An Arnie cardigan. The Arnie card again? Yeah. Again? Yeah. Um, I had Rory McElroy. He was tied for 13th. And Tommy Fleetwood, which scared me that he wasn't going to make the cut. He was plus three. And the cut line was plus one. And somehow at the end of the day, the cut line moved to plus three. And he made the cut. 
Well, he's 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 playing uh, Tommy Fleetwood Thursday this week. Yep, yep. He played his Thursday Sunday. Oh, last yeah. tournament because he finished T twenty from like dead last of making the cut to T twenty. So it, I mean, I did all right now. After the Arnold Palmer, I'm sitting at just under four point three. Not not terrible. You had John Rom and Lee Westwood. John Rom. Now Westwood, I think he was plus seven on the final day last Sunday. So not so good for you. Not so good. Rom T seventeen, Westwood T sixty eight. That was dead last. Attaboy. Of the guys that made the cut. Firmly held on to dead last. <laughs> So you sit at just over 4.5. So we narrowed. Closing the gap. Pretty close there. I may not be in last after this week. Yeah, maybe not. We'll see. Now, Kyle, again, got a guy that got T2. It was Victor Hovland. That got him like $900,000, something like that. Asshole. And Chucky Three Sticks, uh, Howell the Third, tied for 32nd. So Kyle is just under seven million. Did you get my uh, Ryan Brem pick for the Puerto Rico Open? This one here. Yeah, yeah. I was going to bring that up. All right, because so, that tournament happened the same time as the the Arnold Palmer. So that's like another six hundred thousand for me. I picked Ryan Brem. No, you no, you didn't pick him. No, yeah, I did. You sent me the pick, like a picture of him, right? Yeah. Send yeah, me a picture doesn't count as a I picked him for pick. the Puerto Rico Open. Nah, you didn't. But I could see why you could have. He's a Mount Pleasant guy. Hometown boy. Hometown. Even like, even like hometown for us. I mean, like 15 minutes yeah, away. not my hometown, but really home close to it. 15 minutes away, a guy from this place, Claire, winning a tournament at the PGA. So if you didn't know... Maybe you know the guy. I don't know. Uh, Ryan, what's, how do you pronounce it? Brem? I think so. B-R-E-H-M. Uh, from Michigan. I think he moved to Traverse City. So now he lives in, out of Traverse City, I guess. We're still going to claim him, Mount Pleasant. Let's restart. Sure. Uh, I guess if we're claiming Mount Pleasant. Corn Ferry Tour is where he's playing. Um, he was on the final start of his medical extension that he had. He had to get a solo second or better uh, to, you know, stay on tour. So if he got solo second, he would have maintained a conditional status. But because he won, they gave him full status on tour. And he didn't just win. He won by six strokes with his wife as his caddy. Oh, really? So that's pretty cool. I don't, I don't know the guy, but hometown guy. So now you kind of root for him every time. Smart guy for uh, banking on the Puerto Rico Open. I don't want to take anything away from him, but the field is uh, yeah, not good. Well, they're not as talented. We'll put well, yeah. Up. No, they're good. Yeah. yeah. They're just not as talented, we'll say, as the Arnold Palmer. <laughs> um, Still PGA. I forgot we had that going right there. <laughs> Oh yeah, just a just my desktop screen. Yeah, with all my icons on my desktop going. Could be worse. Oh, now it's going black. Okay, perfect. It went to sleep. Anyways, um, good for him, Ryan Brim. 
uh, full status now on tour. I think for two years, he's got to you know play well again and win again to get more. But and he's playing this weekend. Yeah, two years. The there you go. Yeah, he earned his way into the players. He earned his way into uh, tournament of champions that goes on every December. So good for him. Way to go. Now the current golf tournament this week is a fairly fairly large tournament, the Players Championship, some refer to as the fifth major. Um, could have some weather delays. I think it's going to go into a Monday finish. Uh, yeah. Because they had thunderstorms today that delayed everybody. And we saw some flashes of golfers running right at the end of their round to try to finish their round before it got dark and had to call it. I didn't see the end. So, Ian Poulter, teed off 17, grabbed, I don't even know if he grabbed his putter. I think he just ran with the wedge in his hand, ran all the way around to mark his ball, then grab his putter, put it in, and run to 18's tee box. He birdied it. Crazy. 17, one of the most, like, daunting holes in golf. Yeah. Island Green. Rushed himself the whole way through it and birdied it and ran to 18's tee box and teed off so they would allow him to finish his round because he teed off the final hole already. So, hmm. so it was interesting. A few other people did that. Uh, Gary Woodland ran to try to tee off as well because it was getting so dark. But some guys like finished in pretty much darkness. Yeah, would you would you do that? Would you rush yourself or just uh, mark your ball and say see you tomorrow? It's tough because they're gonna have to wake up at like four AM to try to finish the round to get up, get ready, hit a bucket of balls and get on the course for Six o'clock, six twenty, to tee off or finish your round, right? And then you got to sit and wait because everybody else still has finished the round that didn't get as far in. So you're probably going to be. We, there's still guys that haven't teed off. Yeah, there's probably twenty to twenty five guys probably that hasn't teed off yet. I would I would say. So that's crazy. They still got four. And a half hours of golf there. So they're going to finish whatever they got left. Maybe it could be a half a hole. It could be two holes, whatever it is. And then you're going to sit around for like five, six hours before you get to tee off again. So I would much rather finish the last hole if I'm on the last hole and then just sleep in. Yeah. Take my time in the morning. Watch golf on TV so you can see the course before you have to go play the course see the breaks on TV of some of the putts. Now I know the hole's not going to be in the same spot, but at least you read some of the green. Right. And get a get an idea. That's what I would do. So, yeah, I'd probably run. Hmm. Depending on how close I was, like if I was doing well, I probably would. If I was doing really bad, then maybe I'd be like, I need a reset. I'll sleep this one off, and maybe I'll go back out and play better tomorrow. Right. So I guess that depends too. Yeah. The payouts here. Crazy. I can see where Phil's coming here. Um, first place, $3.6 million. That's crazy. Uh, let's see. The top 36 players will make six figures. 
absolute last place to make $43,000. It's not bad. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So um, first, 3.6. Second is 2.2. And third is 1.4 million. So top three, you're making a mil and a half pretty much or more. <laughs> so it's pretty much anyone's game because I'm going to pick the winner and my dark horse getting second. So I'll be being first. That's the plan. It's a good plan. That being said, what are the picks that we have for this week? And me being last, I went first, even though it seemed like I didn't go first because Kyle put his pick in pretty early. But uh, I went with Colin Morikawa and Tyrrell Hatton. Those are my picks, and they're going to come through for me. I just know it. I don't know if Morikawa is one that's teed off yet. I think he may have teed off, but he's only like two holes in. I didn't watch a lot of golf today, but I saw Tyrrell Haddon's putt. I think it was on 17. Maybe not. It was a decent putt, and it was coming in hot, and it just looked like it was going to miss the hole, and the hole just reached out and grabbed it, and it spun around. Looked perfect. Yep, went in for perfect. Birdie, I think. Well, it's it's always fun to see a good Tyrrell Haddon meltdown. (laughs) I don't want to see it this week, being my pick but i mean he's the best on tour to melt down and always put a mic on that dude yeah he always has to be mic'd up so those are my picks they're gonna come through for me i just know it i like my guys kevin your picks i would like to change my pick i don't know if you can do that oh okay well yeah we've started here i picked jordan spieth Spieth. Spieth, who I've never picked before. Don't even really like the guy, but I picked him. Nothing wrong with the guy. Okay. I just don't like him. You don't hate him, but you just don't like him. Yeah. Okay. He's just not my guy. And uh, Tony Fino, he's one of my guys. He's plus four. He finished today. And uh, yeah, he did. He's out. Well, he's not out. No, he's out. Not out. He could play better tomorrow. Could, I mean, leader's only six under, I think. So he's within yeah. ten strokes, right? Is that good? I mean, <laughs> it's not ideal to be where he's at, but he's within ten strokes. All right, of the lead. So you're it, saying there's a chance it could happen. And no, Kyle, with us right now. Don't know if that's going to change later on, but we'll see. I got his picks here, though. He went with the defending champion, JT, Justin Thomas, and one uh, Bubba Watson. Bubba Watson. Bubba Watson. Now, that is a real dark horse. Real far back. No. High yeah, high so. chance of not winning. Good odds he's not going to win. What were the odds Terrible odds of him winning. That Kyle sent us. I think he has some different. I don't know what he looks at. You might look at FanDuel or something. Nineteen thousand though. That's some yeah, high odds. Yeah, it's high. But he, his odds are a little bit different than the one I see. I look at DraftKings. He looks at FanDuel. I'm pretty sure. Um, I think you look at like CBS or something. I look at CBS. Yeah. CBS's numbers. But either way, he's for sure a dark horse. So we'll accept it. <laughs> yeah. Right. We will accept it. So after day one, 
Let's see how we're doing here. Um, as Kevin told you, Finau plus four, he finished. Bubba Watson is plus one. He made it through three holes. Thomas is even through two. Spieth, even through three holes. Colin Morikawa is one under through two holes. Tiro Hatton, two under, finished. So, I kind of like that. I got one guy that's finished and one guy that's like just getting started. I mean, he's going to have a lot of golf to do tomorrow. Right. But if he's feeling good tomorrow, that's a lot of golf of feeling good. So hopefully he's feeling good. I wouldn't want a lot of golf feeling bad. I think it'll be like I don't want this to go into Monday. No. No, I don't either. That's no fun. But it's going to be a rainy one. It's going to be a windy one. I think I've seen gusts of up to like 40 some miles an hour, but like constant winds of anywhere from 20 to 30. Yeah. On, on Saturday, maybe it was, but I wouldn't want to play in that. But I just, I just randomly came across his name. Ryan Brem is even through four, just so we all know. Hometown hero. Nice. Now, I did some betting on this. Uh, let's see if I can open it up. So, it may finish on Monday, so we might not know the results of these. Uh, sorry, Spranger. I know you love um, listening to this and seeing how wrong we were on Monday and laughing and letting us know. But I made some picks of champions. Who's going to win? Put a dollar on each of these guys. Russell Knox, $181 payout for a buck. I mean, you got to throw a buck on that. Yeah. Kenzie Hughes, Billy Horschel, Matt Fitzpatrick. Dustin Johnson, Adam Scott, even though he doesn't have his beard, Daniel Berger, Xander Shoffley, Victor Hovland, Colin Morikawa, and Tyrrell Hatton. So just throw money on like 12 guys, and if one of them win, you made more than your $12 back. <clears throat> I feel True. like that's an okay way to go about it. True. So. I haven't put money on it yet. I definitely won't put money on the current leader. Well, you know why he's doing well? Because it's Thursday. Well, yeah, that, and I picked him. You know, previously. Oh, last week. Previously, I picked him. Yeah, true. So, of course, a previous pick is probably going to come out and do well. Because why would I pick him twice in a row? Right. Wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. Happens every time, though. And I picked Louie and John Rahm, and they're both T11. Sons of guns. And they both finished. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Okay. Well, that's that's all I have right now for uh, the players. Kyle did an over-under 71 balls in the water on I think it was 51. 17. Yeah, 51 on 17. Dyslexic. Um, not really, but yeah. uh, I'm taking the over. I took the over. I've seen uh, a photo that went through balls in the water through the years on there. Now, in the last, like, eight years, there's only been one time that it was, I think, over 51, only one time. The rest of the time, it was really close, upper 40s, and then the one time, it was, like, 64. Huh. But I'm still going with the over. And maybe maybe I will try to cheat my way through this and say, you didn't say 17, you said the whole course. And then I'll take the over on that. 
because there's well, yeah. 17 of the 18 holes have water on it. It's a tough one. Kyle took the under. He had a good point with the soft, wet greens. Yeah, but if you're not a mutter, <laughs> you might not play well. You might be getting a lot of water. That's true. Um, I think it actually hurt Harold Vana the third. He was in the lead at seven under. Hit on to 17, and he was at least like 15, 20 feet on the green, and it hit and checked and zipped all the way back into the water. So, like, it wasn't a bad shot. It was a good shot. It just really zipped back, and I don't know how that happens with what greens. Right. But I don't know how credible of a source he is because I heard some numbers from him when we did our fill argument, but I'm going to listen to him again. Brando Chambly said you'll actually get a little bit more spin on the ball in wet conditions off the club face. Maybe not once it ch- hits and checks, but off the club face, more spin. I didn't do any research into this. Don't quote me on that. I will quote Randall Chambly. Okay. You can quote me quoting him, but don't just straight quote me. <clears throat> All right. So, yesterday, Tiger was got inducted to the Hall of Fame. Oh, uh, yeah. Saw something about that. As he should have. He uh, he cried. He teared up a bit. He lost his bet with Stricker. He said he wouldn't cry. Stricker said he would. He lost the bet. Um, another another thing with Tiger here. Um, I know it's been a while since we recorded, but Tiger actually won the pip. I don't want to get you all worked up here, Kevin, <laughs> but Tiger actually won the pip, not Phil. Right. <laughs> right. How, Whoops. How convenient. Whoops. For it all to come out now. Yep. So that's weird. That's Isn't that suspicious? That's suspicious that Tiger actually went and got the $8 million. Okay. Which everybody knew anyway, like before Phil everybody or anything. expected Tiger to win. Yeah. Yes. Okay. He is the needle for golf. Pretty much always will be. But it's like Phil said it and nobody said any different. So it was like, okay, maybe he did. I don't know. I don't know who you who you believe, but I mean, that's a convincing photo. And seeing is believing, Kevin. Tiger one. Anyway, I just I had to put that out there because you know it's been a while since we recorded and that came out. And it had to be sad. I don't believe it. No. So, still no Kyle. That's okay. Kevin, do you <laughs> have any topic that you'd like to go uh, over? Well. Because I'm kind of out. You see, right my one of my two favorite football teams just got a new quarterback. Ooh, yes. That's depressing. Um, One of the elite quarterbacks in this league. Um. Mm. Carson Wentz. Yeah. Yep. Now, guy I'm, is a. I'm pretty sure I put it dud. to our group chat. Uh, I'm going to go there just just so I can be sure of these numbers. But um, yeah, the Washington Commanders Super Bowl odds before Carson Wentz were sixty to one. Now they traded to get this guy. 
and now they're 75 to one odds to win after they got this guy. So that's worse for anybody who doesn't, uh, yeah, it doesn't get the odds, uh, situation. Yeah. That's worse. They got worse odds by picking up a quarterback. Well, picking up that quarterback. Right. Yeah. That's, that's cool. Uh, uh, ruined my day. Yeah. Well, it's the commanders. His first year, you mean, you couldn't have had much like trust into them or, or hope into them anyway. I, I don't know. They, they picked a stupid name. They drafted an idiot for a quarterback or not drafted. They traded. traded. Yeah. I just, I don't know if I even want to be a fan of that team anymore. And that's why you, you switch the hat as well as other things, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I switched the hat because we're going to have a baseball season. There you go. Yep. So the baseball so the lockout. The Tigers hat is on. There you go. I, I don't believe there's going to be a lockout. They've kind of come to terms, I believe. Right. Which is Which is very good for... My betting stocks that I have invested into <laughs> because they were tanking with the uh, news that they're going to be canceling regular season games and like all that. Well, less betting. It might not be just that. All stocks that. are tanking. Well, yeah, but they were especially going down. And it seemed like as soon as I got the news that they weren't going to do a lockout anymore, like they're going to play. You look at and it it started having an upward trend after that. Right. So I didn't make Makes money, sense. but I lost a little less money. <laughs> so uh, it's still been a very red month. When is opening day? Do you know? I don't know. Because I'm like every let's see. You really can't find a definitive answer, I don't think. I don't know. Some say it's the thirty first, which is what it was supposed to be. Then it's like the seventh or the fourteenth of April, March thirty first. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it's going to be. So that's what the Google says. That's what the Goog says. I like that. CBS Sports. When is MLB opening day? Looking at baseball's alternate schedule. March, March. There's a timeline going on. Um, spring training is March 17th to the 18th. Um, now I'm seeing. Once I actually click into this article, it says April 7th opening day, and then they will pick up their existing schedule rather than making a new one. So whatever schedule they had from April 7th on, that's their new schedule that they're going to continue with. They won't do anything before that as makeup, nothing. Hmm. Yeah. So there you go. April 7th. Even though when you look right here on the Google, it says March 31st. Right. Got to dig deeper. Tigers are not playing on opening day, by the way. Didn't see the name. All right, well. I don't think Kyle's going to make it this episode. So something you learned, Kevin. This is going to be a shorter episode. Oh, shit. A little, little shorter episode. Um, Would you like me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Mine, mine has to do with outer space. 
outer space. So something I learned is, you know, Venus, planet Venus. Yes. Did you know that it actually spins the opposite direction as all the other planets in the solar system? I did not. I didn't know that either. And apparently, scientists believe that there is such a gravitational pull on Venus that it flipped its axis 180 degrees somehow, which makes it spin the opposite direction as every other planet in our system. Wow. Doesn't make a lot of sense <laughs> to me. I'm not a genius. But that just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. No. Um, another thing I learned is that Jupiter apparently is is extremely large. We know that. Yep. It does not actually revolve. I don't know how I want to put this because I mean it does go around the moon, but its center point that it revolves around is or not the moon, the sun, but its center point that it revolves around is not the sun. It's a point, supposedly, just off of the sun. Just a point? Like, there's a no... point, and it's the same point that the sun actually revolves around. So the sun actually has a wobble to it, hmm. apparently. It's, like, not in one spot. It has a bit of a wobble, because it's revolving around that same point that Jupiter's revolving around. That's crazy. Yes, it is. And lastly more space, uh, when the moon is at its furthest point away at its elliptical orbit, all of the planets in our solar system could fit between the space of Earth to the moon. Wow. So you could stack all the planets together and it would fit between the Earth and the moon when it's at its furthest point around us. That's a, that's a long ways away. Jesus. I don't know exactly how far that is, but that's a long ways away. You wouldn't think you'd even see it. You wouldn't think so. I mean, I wouldn't, but. You wouldn't think so, but you do. And sometimes you even see it during the day. A lot of times, actually, you see it during the day. Yeah. That's it. That's what I learned this week. That's very interesting. Mine is much less interesting. Okay. Um. You ever heard of nudie suits? Um, like I have an idea. Mostly dealing with country music. Oh, uh, <laughs> not what I had in mind. Uh, no. Oh, okay. Well, nudie suit, like the real bright, uh, like rhinestone bedazzled. That's called a nudie suit? Yes. No. And I thought I, it was just like a skin colored suit. Well, they're not always skin colored, but like bright pink, red. I thought the point of it was like the color of your skin so you look nude. No. Actually, the name of the guy is Nudie Khan. Okay. That started this. Okay. And I think the reason this popped up is because he was a uh, Ukrainian refugee from like World War One. Okay. But, yeah, I've heard of nudie suits. I am a big country music fan. They've always fascinated me, but I had no idea why they were called nudie suits. So just a rhinestone suit is a nudie suit. Uh, or is it is nudie the brand of the suit? Is it the style I or the brand? I think it's both. I think it started as the brand, his okay. suits. And now other brands make 
the style nudie suits. Right. Okay. Yeah. You're going to have to show me what a nudie suit is. Well, here's one. No, that's not one. But, hmm. you know, if you ever hear the song, Rhinestone Cowboy, what you're picturing, that's a nudie suit. <laughs> that's a nudie suit. Wow. I, I mean, I've worn some suits in my day. I don't know if I could wear that. This was the thing, man, from like the 50s to the 80s. And then they're kind of coming back, I think. Well, I seen a clip of Morgan Whalen at, at the AMC, I think is what that's called. The, the, he had like album of the year or something. Yeah, maybe. He was wearing an interesting kind of looking jacket with like a vest under kind of thing. Like maybe it was a version of a nudie suit, just like a tamed down as far as colors and design goes. Maybe that was a nudie suit as well, but I guess could have been Morgan Whalen. You know, I like a lot of his songs, but uh, album of the year. Yeah, I can't find it, but huh. So you learned about nudie suits? Is that what you're saying then? Yeah, I learned uh, basically the where the name came from because I've heard nudie suit, and you think like, why the fuck do they call it nudie suit? Because that would Mm. Okay. That's a weird name. I had no idea those were nudie suits. Nudie Khan. Yeah. Nudie Khan. He was a Ukrainian Wait. refugee. Nudie Khan? Is that what you said? Yeah. So it's it's like Comic Con, but they all wear nudie no, suits? No, his name was Nudie Khan. Oh. And that was. I like, you're talking about like, like a <laughs> festival or some sort of people C- that come together that wear nudie suits. C O H N. I think I've lost it now, but. Cone. Cone, sure. Also not his real name because he's Ukrainian, so his name is not Nudie Cone. Nudie Cone, but. You Americanized it. It's probably a lot easier to say because Americans don't like saying weird names. Right. Makes sense. Okay. Well, I, I think we're going to we're gonna end it here in case, you know, Kyle wants to jump in later, which I doubt it, but that's okay. I know he's busy. He has three kids. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't do that to myself right now. He did. I wouldn't do that to myself either. No. So good luck with that. Two's good. Yeah. Right now, zero's pretty nice. That would be nice. Right now it is at least. <laughs> yeah. That was episode 69. Um, We'll see in the next one, I guess. I don't know when we'll do it. Maybe next week. We'll see. I mean, so far we're getting by with just two of us. We'll see. <laughs> maybe we're maybe we're open to a third if anybody's interested. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had some ideas of one. I sent it out there. I said, "Hey, you wanna you wanna kind of do a fill in thing here?" And he said, "No, he just would rather listen <laughs> and critique." So yeah. So uh, maybe if there is a third, we'll think about it. But Kevin, thank you for coming in. You want to send us out? Yeah. Bye.